Looking ahead, challenges and opportunities in the changing world. Welcome to Talking Economics, podcast launched on the occasion of the 30th anniversary of the Center for Economic Research and Graduate Education, Economics Institute. Inflation and monetary policy have become hot topics recently. First, it seemed that the world economy is heading towards recession due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now we are facing huge increases in energy prices and soaring inflation. The latest inflation number in the Czech Republic is for April, when the inflation exceeded 14%. What are the main causes of such high inflation? Does the war in Ukraine influence inflation in the Czech Republic? Does the Czech National Bank fight against this inflation? And will the inflation come back to low levels? With my today's guest, we will talk about these questions in more detail. It is my pleasure to welcome Dana Hajková, Sergei PhD in Economics alumna and Director of the Monetary Policy and Fiscal Analysis Division in the Czech National Bank. Welcome, Dana. Thank you very much. Hello, and thank you for having me. We are happy to have you here. In, uh, in this uh, moment, as we said in the introduction, Inflation and monetary politi- uh, policy are the topics of the day now, right? Uh, everybody is watching how uh, inflation is uh, is uh, skyrocketing. I would say, or um, it's probably not the correct word at this at this point, and we hope that it's not uh, go any further. Anyhow, what are the main causes of this inflation? We see uh, the causes both on demand and supply side, and uh, the factors are both domestic and foreign. On the supply side, we see a huge increase of uh, cost of firms, uh, which come from uh, foreign uh, foreign sources, increase in energy prices, increase uh, in uh, increase in uh, agricultural commodity prices, other commodities, raw materials, and uh, we see also problems uh, in global value chains, and these logistic problems also uh, increase uh, the inflation pressures by limiting uh, the supply. Supply uh, and uh, increasing the transport cost uh, of production. Uh, the cost factors uh, and their increase are also stemming uh, from uh, the tight labor market in the Czech Republic, uh, where the Czech Republic has. Uh, extremely low unemployment rate uh, it has had uh, uh, low, the lowest uh, unemployment rate uh, in the European uh, Union uh, for a long time and this uh, this tight market which was tight already before covid and uh, didn't cool down during covid uh, entirely uh, is now uh, again overheated and uh, uh, the wage pressures are also adding uh, to the cost of the Czech firms. So the Czech firms are uh, facing a huge increase in costs and uh, at the same time they are uh, uh, facing uh, extreme demand. This demand uh, stems from very good uh, situation, financial situation of the Czech house- households, from the good uh, 
labor market position, their, la- their good labor market position, but uh, also uh, very uh, maybe postponed demand after COVID. Or? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so their uh, uh, their financial uh, position has been also supported by uh, the fiscal policy, which was. Uh, Uh, which immediately reacted uh, uh, to the COVID crisis by uh, uh, measures to stabilize uh, household income and firm viability, which were absolutely necessary at that time. But later on, uh, they actually uh, turned uh, uh, more pro-inflationary than we expected. And uh, the uh, post-COVID uh, recovery and uh, economic dynamic was much faster than actually was expected, which uh, reflected uh, this uh, good, especially the good situation of the households and the extreme demand uh, of the household. So uh, during uh, during COVID, uh, uh, demand uh, remained quite strong and uh, and concentrated especially in uh, in product or goods mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the global demand for goods matched uh, or faced the um, problems in logistics the, in the global value chains uh, which also added to to the increases in prices Mm-hmm. And uh, the this was the situation already um, at the end of the last year, right? And at the beginning of the of this one. So before the war started, the Czech National Bank uh, started its fight against this inflation, right? The Czech uh, Czech National Bank uh, saw uh, the inflationary pressures coming. Uh, it has uh, already in late spring last year indicated that uh, the next steps will need to be uh, in towards increasing rates because uh, the rates uh, were uh, you know extremely low again and really uh, below our policy neutral levels so basically uh, monetary policy was easy and uh, the Czech National Bank saw that uh, the and in the in their forecast that the uh, inflationary pressures from the uh, demand uh, will come and uh, that the monetary policy will need to tighten uh, and the Czech National Bank started to increase interest rates already in June uh, last year first uh, in uh, small steps kind of uh, taking uh, Uh, food uh, from the uh, gas. Uh, then, uh, when uh, we faced more and more inflationary uh, uh, surprises, it was obvious that monetary policy needs to tighten more than was originally expected. Mm-hmm. Then, at, in autumn, we had uh, the uh, surprise increases in energy prices, mm-hmm. uh, which. Uh, uh, really reflected in uh, in prices of uh, electricity as well as oil. Uh, this was partly uh, maintained or uh, fought against by the Czech uh, government by re- relieving uh, the Czech households from uh, duty uh, 
value-added tax duty related to uh, to these prices. But uh, in January this ended and uh, the increases in prices fully uh, transmitted to inflation. Then uh, and then the war came, right? And so. then the war came and uh, there were more increases in energy prices. Uh, and uh, so which uh, directly influenced both uh, the the prices of electricity uh, and gas for households and firms, of course. And through the increase in cost of firms, it uh, naturally goes uh, towards uh, the pricing of the of their products and services. And uh, not only uh, energy prices, but also other other materials uh, as i said uh, agricultural uh, mm, uh, commodities uh, also raw materials uh, metals uh, the scarcity and problems in global value chains uh, also uh, aggravated uh, by by the war uh, brought m- even more intensive inflationary pressures. So it seems that uh, the foreign and, and really brought in the inflation from, from outside is um, is an important factor. Uh, can you do something else with this? Interest rates are not going to have an impact on this, right? So what about uh, working with the exchange rate? Uh, I think... Uh, that uh, I, I would think it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, we definitely believe that uh, interest rates are working in this uh, in this uh, environment. By the uh, end of last year, we were expecting or estimating that uh, uh, the tema domestic and foreign uh, pressures were about half and half. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the war uh, in Ukraine, uh, the inflationary pressures are more uh, mm, towards the foreign uh, influence. However, uh, the uh, increases in interest rates anyway are very important uh, to fight the domestic, uh, the f- high domestic inflationary pressures which we were facing uh, in uh, in the past quarters. Uh, the uh, labor market tightness, uh, the extreme uh, demand of the households, uh, and also we, uh, by interest rates, uh, we are uh, uh, m- like making, uh, influencing households and firms' decision towards consumption and investment today versus tomorrow. This is an important uh, channel uh, which, uh, you know, works even in this environment because uh, we need to cool down the demand when we know that uh, the supply is uh, somehow uh, somehow uh, limited, limited damaged. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, the supply shocks uh, in the past they tended to be uh, more uh, short term uh, and uh, monetary policy could think about uh, like looking through these shocks however as we now see it uh, uh, you know they uh, 
transmit uh, into inflation and they have a bigger tendency to stay and inflation is higher so it is very important actually to react uh, to them uh, and to steer uh, the uh, financial planning uh, in the heads of households and firms so that uh, we really uh, tighten monetary policy and uh, cool the demand now. Uh, Also, interest rates, uh, an important uh, channel uh, on which we rely is the exchange rate channel. And uh, there is... uh, um, uh, the influence of interest rates on the exchange rate. So uh, increasing interest rates, we are kind of uh, uh, making more attractive investment in Czech assets. So the the Czech currency uh, appreciates, which has direct impact uh, on inflation and indirect uh, impact on economic activity and then inflation. as you mentioned, the uh, using of, of the Czech Corona uh, and the, intervention. and the interventions, mm-hmm. obviously uh, it's a well-known fact that uh, the Czech National Bank and the Bank Board decided to intervene on, on the Corona market uh, in the direction uh, against the further uh, depreciation of the corona uh, because of uh, unfundamental and large depreciation and volatility uh, is uh, undesirable uh, for uh, for both the stability of the Czech economy and inflationary uh, developments. but you don't want to use it for just to fight the inflation as such. It's more for calming down the uh, unexpected shocks or uh, volatility. This is uh, this is how we used it by now. Our main uh, my our main uh, instrument uh, is still interest rates, and uh, we still rely on on the standard uh, channels uh, uh, of uh, transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, so when will the inflation come back to the low levels? Your target is 2%, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, our target is 2% and uh, we estimate, uh, our la- last forecast estimates that uh, inflation is uh, culminating uh, in this second quarter. So, uh, and it, it's going, uh, according to current forecast, it's going to uh culminate in June and at 15%. And then uh, because uh, uh, of cooling down of the foreign inflationary pressures of the foreign foreign cost growth and energy prices, as well as of cooling down of the labor market, domestic labor market, the domestic cost and uh, cooling down of domestic uh, demand, uh, inflation uh, will start to decline and decline gradually uh, already during the second half of this year towards single digits uh, uh, and uh, uh, du- uh, during the next year towards two, 2%. We have something to look forward to. Uh, what about the other central banks? Uh, we know that you, uh, Czech National Bank, was actually one of the first banks in the world to start tightening the monetary policy and was criticized for that. Uh, what about the rest of the world? 
Are they following suit? Are they trying to cool down the global demand? Yeah, a Czech National Bank was uh, one of the leaders of uh, seeing the inflationary pressures uh, coming and starting to uh, tighten monetary policy. Uh, one of the reasons, of obviously, was that uh, we are a uh, small open economy, the inflationary pressures were stronger uh, the uh, before already before covid uh, the labor market tight uh, so uh, we saw that uh, we will need to tighten monetary policy and we communicated it in in advance uh, the other central many other central banks followed Sweet, or were even uh, by uh, um, several days uh, faster <laughs> than than we, uh, uh, but most of them uh, followed suit, and uh, uh, and now uh, the global central banks uh, are uh, also starting to increase uh, interest rates uh, quite. Uh, rapidly by historical terms like uh, like the Fed or starting to communicate that, that they will uh, increase the interest rate earlier than they first or um, first in, uh, expected like like the ECB now so now uh, the central banks generally are uh, Uh, acknowledging the strong inflationary effects and uh, the inflationary pressures and the strong need to tighten monetary policy to fight uh, against this inflation because uh, if they are not fighting inflation this inflation now uh, then uh, the cost of uh, fighting it later when it's uh, more uh, incorporated and established uh, in minds of people would be much more costly yeah and what uh, is very important in this uh, environment and situation is uh, the inf de development and formulation of uh, uh, inflationary expect expectations uh, because inflationary expectations have some tendency to to be a self-fulfilling. Uh, self self mm. uh, it's very important that um, central banks show uh, that they fight against inflation and they, they will bring inflation back towards targets uh, before inflation uh, sets uh, in, in the mind of people and, uh, you know, uh, people start to... Uh, adjust their behavior uh, to uh, environment with higher inflation that would be then very costly to uh, to bring inflation da down to where it's target. Um, when we were fighting the opposite situation during the pandemic, uh, we, we talked about uh, unconventional tools employed by some central banks uh, to to uh, fight the, the recession and the situation. Do you see room for employing unconventional tools in this situation, going in the opposite direction, or are we not there yet? <laughs> uh, the unconventional tools uh, during uh, the last crisis were implemented mostly because monetary policies needed to uh, ease 
more than uh, interest rates would allow. Uh, so different central banks uh, uh, chose and implemented uh, different uh, non-unconventional uh, monetary policy to- tools which suited uh, their situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these tools were used to ease monetary policy. Uh, now we need to fight against inflation, uh, so we need to tighten monetary policy and uh, f- there is a big room to uh, increase interest rates uh, for many banks yet and actually to tilt from or go from easy monetary policy to tight monetary policy. So, so you still see room also in the Czech Republic to, to use the standard tool? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which will fight it. Um, I don't know what we are gonna do once the Czech Republic gets uh, and adopts the euro, but until then, we can always ask, ask the question, so how is the debate about euro adoption affected by the recent situation? Czech Republic uh, is ultimately obliged to adopt uh, the euro. Uh, however, it has uh, some ease in uh, timing of uh, debt adoption. Whether and when to adopt the euro is a political decision. It's on the government to decide uh, when uh, we start the preparation uh, for the euro adoption. It will take some time because uh, before the Czech Republic adopts the euro, it needs to fulfill the Maastricht criteria and other uh, yes. uh, mm-hmm. other requirements. Uh, uh, one of them is exchange rate stability, uh, which is measured uh, by the functioning of the exchange rate within uh, such so-called exchange rate mechanism too. And uh, in order to assess this criteria, we, f- uh, we first need to enter this regime or this mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this mechanism. So, and it will take some time. Uh, the uh, n- minimum uh, time to be there is two years. So uh, there, there is going to be some uh, lag. But what about the economic reasons for yeah. or against? Yeah. So these are uh, these are the steps needed to be taken, and. Uh, the clear arguments for euro adoption uh, for an open economy like Czech econ- uh, like the Czech Republic is uh, that uh, um, by the euro adoption uh, the uh, exchange rate risk uh, ceases and uh, many transaction costs uh, uh, in international trade uh, Uh, disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know this is uh, this is one main reason uh, pro uh, or the argument uh, in favor of uh, euro adoption uh, in in the Czech uh, Republic above uh, above actually the actual obligation. Yeah. But uh, the uh, uh, the cost of euro adoption will be. Uh, will be the abandonment of the independent monetary policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, might uh, bring uh, some cost. Uh, the literature, literature says that uh, the main cost would be increased volatility of uh, macroeconomic, uh, uh, macroeconomic uh, variables. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to fight the inflation the way you are doing now, right? Yeah, uh, the monetary policy of European Central Banks would be the monetary policy applied here. So we would uh, have uh, much lower interest rates uh, here in the Czech Republic too. But would the inflationary pressures be also smaller, you think? Or it's uh, guessing at this point there are too many uncertainties and too many variables changing? So uh, if we had uh, uh, monetary policy, if the monetary policy of the ECB uh, would be applied in the Czech Republic, the interest rates uh, here would be much, much lower. Uh, uh, this means that uh, basically uh, there would not be this that cooling effect uh, on uh, demand and uh, labor market as we think is now uh, starting to propagate uh, in the economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I would expect that uh, inflationary pressures would be much stronger than what we see now. The government uh, is uh, going to uh, discuss uh, this issue again this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end in, in December and uh, so they will have uh, the full uh, evaluation of the situation and uh, they will evaluate also not only the uh, fulfillment or uh, uh, expected fulfillment of the Maastricht criteria but also the economic alignment uh, of the Czech economy with the euro area mm-hmm. which uh, which is very important so that uh, uh, the asymmetric uh, shocks to which monetary policy would otherwise react mm-hmm. uh, are not that important and uh, uh, also the government will uh, consider the current situation uh, and uh, which is not very which, favorable yeah. so so uh, i cannot uh, of course uh, uh, predict but predict uh, mm-hmm. but uh, i think these are the main uh, building blocks on which uh, the mm-hmm. decision will be taken mm-hmm. excellent um, i think we covered uh, the the key topics linked to the inflation and monetary policy. I thank you very much for coming here and sharing with us your insights. Thank you so much. 